Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Gotham Coach was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Nah, I'm just playing. Y'all already know I don't film in front of your live studio audience. I'm filming right from the crib. Hey, I did film from a different place though today. Instead of filming from my room, I'm filming right from the kitchen. The smells, the aromas going on right now. Hey, welcome to season three of Got Him Coach, man. Season three, we here. We finally here. I ain't been back on this mic in a minute, man. I ain't gonna lie. I miss it. I miss being on the mic so much. I miss you guys so much. Look, I'm sorry for the for the for the for the abrupt end of season two. Look. Life comes at you full circle sometimes And you gotta be able to be able to be able to take care of your deables Right? Right Hey, but sit back, relax Y'all already know what time it is, man Ron is back in the building Four Point Island is back in the building Daytona 360 is back in the building Daytona Island Rodriguez Is back in the building Let's get to work, man. Y'all already know what time it is. Season 3. Got him, coach. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Uh. Hey, I'm freestyling this year, y'all. It's about to get real ugly. Daytona Island Rodriguez Yo, yo, yo I got Mac sauce on my MacBook I ain't got no freaking MacBook Why'd I say that? Cause it came to mind Rubber band bind Chicken wing grind Freaky freaky rhyme Rony wrong time What the heck is going on in the freestyle? I ain't got no rhymes I don't do this fine. Something, something, something. Here we go again. Hundred dollars stuck on my pants. I got hundred dollars stuck on my pants, pants. Good. <laughs> hey, I'm back in the building, man. Welcome to season three of Got 'Em Coach. You got your man Ron Boogie. Out here freestyling, man. I can't even freestyle, bro. That's why I ain't never became no rapper. 
It's not in my DNA, man. It's not in my DNA. I try my best, but it's just something that I can't do. I try so hard, but I just can't do it, man. Hey, look. I got a little I got a little rap experience, man. I ain't gonna lie. When I went to school, I was forced to make rap songs. And and I and I made I made I made a couple bangers. Made a couple bangers, you know. I got a little I got a little producer skills in me. Y'all just don't know. Y'all y'all just don't know. Them one of my many skills that that a lot of people don't really know about because you know I don't I don't advertise my my uh my rap career as you can see. <laughs> as you can see why. It, it it's pretty bad. But um Man, I'm back, man. I'm back. First things first. Y'all already know what time it is. When I go away for a long period of time and I get back on the mic, I got to hit y'all with my favorite welcome back. So can a brother please, for the one time, with the one time, one times one equals one. Can a brother for the one time please get a welcome back in this piece? No, 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 no. I don't think I'm understood right now. Y'all don't understand, man. Your boy is back in the building. I'm back in the building. Hit me with a welcome back one more time. I, I did say for the one time, one times one equals one. So if I do it two times, that'd technically not equal one. That'd be two times. So that'd be two times one equals one. Um, But yeah, can I get a welcome back real quick one more time? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. It's been a nice little minute, man. The last time I was on this mic was May. It was in May. It was in May. He was better than LeBron. That was the last episode that I did. And so much has transpired from May until November. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. First things first, happy Veterans Day to all the vets out there. If you just so happen to be listening to this episode, happy Veterans Day to all the vets. Uh, personal happy Veterans Day to some people personal in my life. My dad, of course, is a vet. Um, I have two cousins that's a vet. Shout out to them. And um, I have an uncle who's a vet. I'm pretty sure I got many more, but them the only four that I could think of at the moment. If you got some veterans out there, you got some people... Immediate family members, friends, or whatever that is, sir, man, shout out to them. Shout out to all the vets out there. Now, from May to November, what has transpired with the man, the myth, the legend, the kid wrong, aka Mr. Hustle Bandit, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandit, Four Point Island Lock em Up Wrong, Daytona 360, Daytona Island Rodriguez. What? Yes, that's my new alias. I don't know where I came up with it from, but it, it sounded good. Especially when you when you gotta put a little more emphasis in it. You gotta you gotta say it sexy. You gotta you gotta put a little more you gotta put a little more bass in it. You gotta put your very white face in it. You gotta be like Daytona Arlen Rodriguez. Who loves you, baby? What? <laughs> nah, but on the real man. What has transpired from May? To November, why has it been a six-month pause on everything Gotham coach-related? Look, normally when I go on these long hiatuses, I tell y'all it's not my fault, but I'm gonna actually take some responsibility this time. It's my fault. It is all my fault. 
Man, it's been so much going on, and I ain't even gonna say good, but y'all know I don't I don't bring my personal life into into these shows, so I'm gonna keep it there. But um, in the meantime, between time, it has been a lot of positive things, a lot of different positive things that has been going on. First things first, for those who may not know, I celebrated my 30th birthday in July. July 14th to be exact. I celebrated my 30th birthday, man. Um, I actually celebrated it in Las Vegas. So shout out to all the Vegas people out there. It was very, very hot. Very, very hot. And coming from Detroit, um, you you you, you kind of get this you, you get you get this weird feeling. Like when I was down there, I seen people in all black, and it was like a, it was like ninety five degrees in in Detroit. You just you're just not doing that, cause unless you wanna uh, unless you wanna die, <laughs> unless you wanna die from heat stroke, you're not you're not wearing all black all day. And in Vegas, it was just like it was just like a norm. People was wearing long sleeve shirts. I'm like, it's a hundred and ten degrees out here. How are people not hot in this all black? And on top of that, shout out to my cousin Aces, man, for for letting me, for for showing me around, man. I had a really really good time down there. Um, I was actually down there for summer league. Um, I caught the. Um, the semi the semi championship game it wasn't the actual championship game i caught the uh the the the, the playing um i think who was i think it was minnesota no it was brooklyn it was brooklyn and minnesota and um minnesota ended up winning it if i'm not mistaken i think they won the summer league i think they won the summer league championship so i was down there i, I got the, i got to catch that full circle and it was weird because you know when you go down to, when you when you see the summer league on TV, you see all these big time superstars and all that. And when I was down there, you would think that it would be a lot of big name people down there. You know they catch the championships and all that, but it wasn't. It wasn't a lot of it wasn't a lot of star power at the um, at the at the championship games, which was kind of weird. I, I found that to be a little indifferent, but hey, I still had a good time nonetheless. I mean, Vegas was a really really good time, despite the heat. <laughs> it was a really, really good time. For example, I went shopping. I went to the mall. Um, I had went to the mall out there in Vegas, and I had drove to the mall or whatever. And it was so hot. It was so hot. I forgot where I parked my car. So for like thirty, no, let me say thirty minutes. For like fifteen minutes, I was strolling around the parking lot of the mall looking for the car so I can go back to where I was staying. And I could not find the car, and the heat was starting to get to me, man. I was, oh my goodness, it was, it was all bad. I'm like, bro, how did I lose the car? How did I not remember where I parked? But um, like I said, it was, it was fun nonetheless, man. It was fun nonetheless. I, um, I gambled for the first time. What? And uh, I actually won some money. I actually won sixty five dollars, and then I end up losing twenty dollars trying to get more money. And then I just said, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, um, <laughs> gamble no more. Uh, I don't want to be one of those guys. Uh, what else? Um, I went to in and out I think I went to in and out Was that in and out It was, it was one of them burger places that's not over here on this side, but it's, it's exclusively on the West coast. I had that for the first time. It was, it was, it was decent. It is decent. 
could have went to Coney Island and probably got a little better value, but it was decent nonetheless. Uh, but like I said, overall, Vegas 30th birthday, very, very great experience. I had a really, really good time there. Um, I did some things though. I think I jumped the gun a little bit talking about my uh, experience in Vegas to celebrate my 30th. Uh, because in the meantime, in, in between all of that, I actually did a few things to kind of prep myself for 30. I, if, if you listen to season two, I had always, I always talk about going through a, a midlife crisis or struggling um, to cope with the fact that I'm not going to be 20 anymore. So when I tell people how old I am, I have to start it off with thir, <laughs> thir, thirty. You know what I'm saying? I got to start it off with thirty, and I can't, I can't say twenty no more. So I, I, I kind of struggle with that for maybe like, maybe like five months, <laughs> for the first five months of the year, starting in January. I'm like, man, I'm about to be 30. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. I, 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 I was really going through it. I felt like I didn't, I, I wasn't serving my purpose, and um, so it was weird. It was weird, nonetheless. But um, in in the in the process of turning 30, I, I did a couple things that um, you will probably look at me and say, uh, wrong. You're 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 going a little overboard with. <laughs> With the uh, with the with the turning of thirty, I, I think you need to slow it down a little bit because you 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 you're doing a little too much. There were four things that I did to prepare myself for thirty. So let's 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 talk about some of the things that I did. The first thing that I did is I applied for an AARP membership. I actually applied for AARP membership. I said I see you get really, really dope perks with the AARP memberships. Um, you you get free donuts and you get ten to fifteen, twenty percent off at, at restaurants that I, I like to eat at. So I had to apply. Come to find out, you have to be. I think you have to be at least fifty-three to be able to apply for an AARP membership. So, of course, I was denied. Which sucked. I felt some type of way about that. Do you know how clutch it would be every morning when I get up every morning? The rare times that I have to get up in the morning to go to like Dunkin' Donuts or something and flash my AARP membership card and get a donut with my hot chocolate because I don't drink coffee. That'd be clutch, right? That'd be super, super clutch. But I wasn't able to do it. I was denied. And it sucked. The second thing that I ended up doing is um I looked for hover rounds. Why did I look for hover rounds? Because at the age of 30, I feel as if I am free to see the world. Yeah. <laughs> but no, on the real, I, I actually I actually looked up hover rounds. Look. It's been it's been four and three more days on the 14th. It'll be four it's four months exactly since I've been 30. And I ain't gonna lie, my 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 knees my knees are aching a little bit. My e my knees are starting to ache a little bit. Um, it, it it's all bad. I had I had a I had a sharp pain in my shoulder for a couple days. Um, my my my, my bones and my fingers they they hurt a little bit. So I'm, I'm kind of going through the motions right now 
But I, I quoted some hover rounds and I found some pretty good ones. Look, I found some some crazy ones like a couple thousand dollars. Ain't nobody got a couple thousand dollars to be spending on no hover round. But I seen Walmart had some for about about six, seven hundred. Might have to get one. Look, Walmart, Walmart is, is lit now. They they selling Jordans. I'm pretty sure they selling they selling the, the, the name brand jeans, like the trues and the rocks. I don't think people still wear trues no more. I had a, a true religion outfit like maybe like <laughs> like a month or so ago. I had some true religion jeans like last week, but I'm pretty sure I'd be wearing we're really wearing truths like that no more. But they selling all the stuff, man. They selling J's and all that, man. Walmart, Walmart trying to trying to hit a lick. I ain't, I ain't mad at them. I ain't mad at them. Now they pricing is a little ridiculous for the J's. And I'm wondering where they're legit getting these J's from. Like they getting them from these China uh Chinese sites. And we're gonna talk about China a little later, man. That, I'm definitely not gonna miss out on that. But uh I actually I actually quoted hover round prices and if I can find if I can find a black one, game over, man. Game over. The next thing that I did was I actually inquired about collecting my SSI checks. I inquired about my SSI checks. Look, one of the one of the main things that I always say, I joke with, with, with my friends when they're getting ready for a birthday or they're, they're celebrating a birthday. The one thing that I always say is, you are now one year closer to those SSI checks. And when somebody actually said it to me, I was kind of mad. Like, I really, I really wanted to fight because I was actually legit one year closer to them SSI checks but upon doing my research I found out that uh, I'm going to have to celebrate at least 33 additional birthdays on top of my 30 birthdays to be able to inquire about SSI checks and not be uh, looked at as a fool because you have to be at least 63 to get your SSI checks so I wasn't able to to get my SSI checks And the last thing That I did I put went, I went to the casino But I actually I went to the casino When I was actually 30 But the one uh, the, the one thing I did do Was I looked into Orthopedic shoes I looked into some orthopedics Main reason being Look I'm 30 I gotta switch the swag up You know what I'm saying I can't be wearing J's and foams And and Grand Hills and, and Iversons and Ewings. I can't I can't wear them. I can't wear them like I used to no more. I gotta switch my swag up. I gotta I gotta get the good bodies. I gotta get the Shaquille's. I gotta get the Shaquille Fours. You know what I'm saying? I, I I gotta get the shoes with the with the bubble in the side of them. So when I when I stand up, it won't it won't put so much strenuous uh, work on my hips. I gotta start preparing for these things. I gotta start preparing, you know, because I don't want to be. 35 years old and, 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 and have hip problems it, it, it's, it's not a good look for the man I gotta be able to move around freely and ably so I looked into some, into some orthopedics I wonder if they got orthopedic Jordans they got orthopedic Jordans it's over <laughs> no but on the real 30 has been a blessing man I think the main thing for me um, is I, I, I'm seeing my maturity level like I, I'm really starting to see my maturity level. My confidence is at an all-time high now. 
I think it was just me getting over the hurdle of turning 30. I think that's the main thing when you when you getting ready because it's like a whole another transition. And um, for me, just getting over the hurdle of turning 30, that was the main thing for me, man. Um, I'm, I'm more confident. I'm more I'm more to the vest um, in terms of things that I do and things that I don't do. Um, taking little money and, and putting it up instead of buying shoes or whatever the case may be um i think that's the main thing that i that i'm really starting to see i knew that i was i knew that i was growing up as a person when i took money <laughs> i took money and i actually grocery shop now for those who really know me like my day one day ones who's really rocking on me they know if they come to the crib and they look in my refrigerator more often than not you're probably only going to find some peanut butter some jelly a carton of eggs and maybe a yogurt and in my freezer you'll probably find some egos and some ice that's it <laughs> that's it but i actually went grocery shopping so now i got a i got a thing full of food now and it feels great I, I can't wait to get done with this so I can actually start eating some food because I'm hungry. I'm very, very hungry. I'm hungry right now, and I don't want to eat on 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 the mic because that's kind of ghetto. And I'm trying to I'm trying to preserve myself as being this professional now. Now that I'm in the in the in the in the sports media genre, I want to be in the the, the professional aspect of uh, doing shows. So. Um, Look, I'm happy to be 30. I'm happy that you are here listening. I'm I'm happy. Everything is happy. It's all happy. All happiness going on right now. Happy, happy, happy times. Happy times. Happy times because not only am I turning 30. I mean, have I turned 30? But the NBA season is back, baby. The NBA season is back. It's back, it's back, it's back. I've been waiting for so long. Summer League was like a tease. It was like Summer League was like getting some of my homeboys. It was like it was like my homeboys. We all hoop. We all go to the park and we just hoop. We hoop on the double rims. And you know double rims make you look super trash. So you all go to the we all go to the, the park with the double rims and nobody can hit a shot and um you gotta alter. You gotta angle your shot. You gotta alter your shots, and your shots look bad, and you look bad, and then everybody who watching, they like, oh, he suck. And then it's all in all actuality, it's like if I was on the regular rim, I'd be hitting these, but since I'm on the double rim, it makes me look bad, and it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it was just. Look, summer league is a great experience. I can't wait to be started going down there every single year to experience it, but um. The, 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 the quality level of basketball wasn't as high as I thought it would be. <laughs> but it was still cool nonetheless. So to be able to be in the real season, um, I actually caught a preseason Pistons game. I caught the first game of the year, actually. Um, and it was bad. It, it was bad. It, it was as bad as you could look on your first at the first game of the preseason. I had... I would say court size seats, but I was like right behind the Pistons bench, and it, it was it was a cool it was a cool little experience, man. It was a cool little experience being back there, seeing seeing the guys, seeing Dre 
and Blake and D Rose, seeing you know, seeing them up close, seeing seeing my man's Reggie Jackson. Shout out to my man Reggie Jackson. Get back well, get back soon, so we can start winning some games. It's your time, man. It's your time. But um, it was cool, man. They they got they got slacked by the Magic though. And it's funny because you look at the season, the Magic ain't looking so hot. I thought there was gonna be a, a, a team that uh that uh, that be in contention, but it's still early, man. It's still early. But we'll talk about some of the the, the surprise stories that I have encountered during the first uh, uh, say nine, ten games or whatever. So we'll we'll get more into that. But the first thing I want to talk about is I actually want to talk about this whole. The, the whole controversy with the whole uh, Daryl Morley um, Hong Kong standing with Hong Kong, the whole China situation with the NBA and all that other stuff. I think that I am with him in terms of what he said. This is this is this is my whole thought process. And for those who don't really know how the whole situation came about. There was an incident with a, a couple who were residents of Hong Kong and they went from Hong Kong to Taiwan and the man killed the girl that he was with. Apparently she was pregnant and she told him that the child, the unborn child that she was carrying was not his. So he went to kill her and he came back. And he admitted that he killed her, but because he was in Hong Kong, I mean, yeah, cause because he was in Hong Kong and the murders happened in Taiwan, Hong Kong officials could not do anything to indict him on murder charges. And they were, they were not able to extradite him to Taiwan to face murder. So Hong Kong came up with the idea of actually putting in a law where they are able to extradite people who commit crimes in certain areas to the areas that they commit the crimes in and China was to be a part of that extradition process to which Hong Kong officials felt a certain way about it because of the bully mentality that China has and China from from the, the information that I had done on China, China is a China, 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 something else, and which ultimately came to these protests. Hong Kong people not wanting China to be a part of this, uh, this, 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 this agreement that they had because of the very, very strict policies that China has in terms of how they handle different things, and I, I don't blame them from from the things that I have read. In terms of how they How they acted And how you can't say certain things Or do certain things And all this other stuff So I totally agree with The protests That that the people of Hong Kong Are had Mainly because of the fact that They're their own They're their own Little Little government type of situation within the whole conglomerate of what China is in terms of the the, 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 the the mass population of what China is and they're gonna be like that for at least another 20 plus years because 
Hong Kong and China are under a one country, two system government, which means that Hong Kong has their own government and they should be able to dictate and, 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 and negotiate and do other things within their own government. Now, when the 50 years is up and they have to become a part of China, then that's a whole different thing. But right now, I mean, they should be able to do what they want. If they don't want China in their agreement, then they shouldn't have China in their agreement. So Morley came out and he said that he supports the people of Hong Kong, which came back a public outlet, I mean a public travesty for the NBA um, because you have the, the NBA who does a lot of business in China, they, 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 they gross a lot of revenue over in China, NBA players, some NBA players have exclusive deals in China. Uh, so it was a it was a public thing, and a lot of people called out morally morally for saying what he said at the time that he said it, and some was worried about you know the whole financial aspect of it. it that's what it seemed like to me because I feel like if you're if you're standing with China in this situation, it feels like you're looking at the financial aspect of it. Which I mean, we should all be worried about our money. Like we should all be able to be able. We should all be able to speak upon things that may affect our bottom line especially if we have kids we have brands and all this other different stuff if, if it's going to affect that this should, we should be able to speak out against the things that is going to affect it but at the same time when we're talking about democracy and we're talking about standing up for the innocent and, and, and standing up you know and, and getting the, the bully dictatorship out of out of uh, office or or not you know just certain things like that we shouldn't be we should be able to stand we should be able to agree with these things because in america we have certain freedoms and we can say what we, we can say what we want we could do what we want to a certain extent as long as it's not criminal and we we have that freedom to where in china they don't really have that freedom where they they have to kind of they have to follow the rules or have to worry about being in jail so this is my take on it I totally agree with, with what he said. A lot of people say, well, he shouldn't have said it in a time where the NBA was in China and, and, and the Rockets, the Rockets, they do all this business in China. And, you know, they're probably China's most popular team and it's going to affect the bottom line. And my rebuttal to that is that's like if I got a problem with somebody, I got a problem with somebody. And my mutual friend i have a friend who who's friends with me and this person that i have a problem with and this my friend is telling me oh yeah he said this he said that he said this he said that he said this and he said that and then i go back and i said well tell him i said this and i said that and i'm gonna say this and then if you want to do something we can do this and and now he's the mediator he's telling he's telling me what this person is saying and then he's going back and telling this person what I said. And then it's eventually it gets to the point where it's like, look, I'm not gonna do the the, the, the communicating with you. When I when I see him in person, then I talk to him then. That's what I feel like he did. It's easy when you when you're not doing anything over in China because this this whole thing has been this whole thing has been going on way before the NBA got over to China to do that whole to do the whole thing that they have been doing in China. This had been going on way before that. 
protests had been going on way before the NBA got over in China. So it's easy to say, oh man, this is crazy. Da 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 da. But when you actually get there, when you actually are there and the spotlight is on this one particular area and you don't have it and you feel if you feel a certain type of way, this is the perfect time to say it. When you're there. Not saying it from a from a distance right when it happens because more often than not it, it, it's it's swept under the rug. Oh, he said this, uh let's sweep it under the rug. We're not gonna say nothing else about it. But then when you're actually there, when you're actually there, you can actually say something like, yo, like yo, I, I don't like the way you did it. And then you deal with the repercussions. I commend uh Adam Silver for standing up for his guy. You you have freedom of speech, you're allowed to say what you want. And sometimes you gotta you you gotta sit on it, man. You gotta sit on that, you gotta sit on that tech. You may not wanna sit on that tech, you may you may lose some 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 key revenue or whatever the case may be, but all money ain't good money. All money ain't good money. And yeah, China they they it's a it's a big area and they, they, they generate a lot of revenue, but you gotta really you gotta really look at what them people in China are really really going through with that government. And if we're gonna be if we're gonna speak on social injustice, if, if the players, if the NBA players they're gonna speak on social injustices and things that go on in America and, and all this other stuff, then you you gotta you gotta you gotta really defend you gotta defend everything. That's my that's what I, that's my personal opinion. You can't you can't speak out on one thing and be be against one thing, and then when it when it comes to affect the bottom line, oh well, I think you should have I think you should have thought about what he said and at the timing that he said it. Now I'm on LeBron. I'm on LeBron's head because I felt when I when I read his comment. I felt he was just only protecting the bottom line, his bottom line. There's nothing, there's nothing about his comment that I can agree with. Nothing. Nothing. There, there's no way that you can be misunderstood about something like that. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no misunderstanding about a, a, a bully trying to bully their way into a situation, and then when somebody says something to the bully, or oh, the first thing they want to do is they want to fight. Or you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's no way. Or if, if if you say if you say something to somebody, you talk crazy about somebody, and then when they get to talking crazy about you, then you want to run and tell somebody, oh, they said this about me, they said that about me. Well, what about all them times that you was talking crazy about me and I ain't say nothing? I was just like, all right, whatever, whatever, whatever. But now the minute I want to go back at you, oh, now it's a problem. Now you want to fight you and your feelings. You and your feelings about what I said or what I did. Now you want to fight me. You want to tell somebody because I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you keep doing me like you're doing me. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Um, it, the, the the whole situation that seemed to have died down. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, they was pulling rocket merchandise off of the off of the shelves and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, China. China is being really really petty right now. But you know that that sometimes you know people people look at situations and they say, "Oh well, we do all this stuff for you." If how dare you come at me in any kind of way that's not positive? You know what I'm saying? 
And that's how that's how I feel like that's how I feel that they looked at the situation. They like for anybody to come out and call us out on anything, when we generate all of this revenue for you, you know, our 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 most one of the most popular players in, in NBA history is from the from the region. How dare how dare anybody come in and say anything about us? But look, it doesn't work like that, China. You are as prone to criticism as anybody else. You're as prone to criticism as the United States. You're prone. You're as prone to criticism as the president, me, my mama, <laughs> my friends, anybody. Any everybody is prone to criticism about how they handle things. It's just a matter of how you handle that criticism. A lot of people handle it internally. A lot of people will handle it. Uh, all right, well, okay. If you feel this way about me, let me let me give you my side of the story, and then let's kind of come to a common ground. Or if 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 if, it, if it's really hitting the nerve, they'll do what China did. Oh, we're 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 gonna disassociate ourselves. We're not playing. We're not we're not broadcasting no NBA games. Sneaker company saying that they're not gonna work with it with the NBA. They're not going to work with the Rockets. They're, they're pulling, they're pulling uh, merchandise off of the shelves because they feel some type of way. When, when, when the truth, when, when you, when you, when you, when you're forced to look at the truth, it's a, it's a. Sometimes it's a hard look, and you will do anything to avoid that truth. Even if it make you look even even worse than what you did before. China, I love y'all. Shout out to China. Shout out to shout out to my uh, China listeners. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure my my take isn't gonna be the most popular take, but um, that's how I feel. Get out your feelings. It's not that it's not that deep. It's it's not it's not that serious. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. It's not like somebody's coming to invade on your ground, on your territory. It's nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? People just people feel a certain way about how y'all move, and they don't wanna they don't wanna move the way that y'all that that y'all move. So either you adjust accordingly, or you get left out. And look, in 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 twenty plus more years, anyway. You don't have to worry about that because Hong Kong be a part of China, and then they can they can follow the rules of of, of China. It won't be um, one government, two systems, or two systems, one government, or whatever I said it was earlier. It won't be that. It'll be all under one umbrella, and they'll have to abide by those rules. So, get out your feelings. Now, let's get into some good stuff. Let's get into some good stuff. Let's talk about some good that's been going on in the NBA, in the NBA season, man. And it, it's been a lot of good. It's been a lot of good, man. As a Phoenix Suns fan, it does my heart so well to see the Suns doing well. They just took another W last night against Brooklyn. Put the put the smack down on them. Shout out, shout out to, shout out to Monty Williams. I said that was going to be a, a, a very, very good hiring when it happened. Um, I haven't been too high on some of the moves that was made in the offseason. 
Um, I wasn't a big fan of them trading TJ Warren. I wasn't a big fan of them trading their sixth pick for the 11th pick in Dario Sarich. I wasn't a big fan of them drafting Cam Johnson. I wasn't a big fan of them signing Ricky Rubio. I wasn't a big fan of them hiring James Jones as the uh, as the GM or the president of basketball operations. I wasn't a big fan of the moves that the Suns made in the offseason. The one move that I were, two moves I were high on, and that was Monty Williams being hired as the head coach. And that was them acquiring Aaron Bennett because he's a quality backup center. And with all going on with DeAndre Ayton being suspended for 25 games for the for violating the substance policy taking something that he didn't know you should take you know how that goes Aaron Baines has stepped up and, and played very very well Aaron Baines is a three point shooter Aaron Baines is a three point shooter bro. Aaron Baines the, the guy who set the, the, the picks and you know he's just a he's a good locker room leader and you know just you know leads by example leads it all on the court is an offensive threat now are you serious? It's a good look. Rookie Rubio taking the pressure off of Devin Booker is is, is great. I, I love the fact that Devin Booker isn't out there trying to go crazy, trying to put up thirty five shots a game, trying to trying to trying to do it all. He got somebody who can facilitate, get him where he needs to go, get him the spots that he needs to be, and the sweet spots him. It's, it, the offense is looking beautiful. Kelly Oubre is stepping up. It's a good look. Dario Saris is a is a solid piece. They 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 got they got contributions coming from everywhere. And it does my heart so well as a Phoenix Suns fan to see that. It does my heart so well to see Phoenix actually playing well. It, it, it does my heart. So shout out to the Suns. Shout out to my mental health right now because. Man, last year, last year I was going through it with Phoenix, man. Another surprise team in the NBA is the Miami Heat. Now we're not gonna talk about the Deion Wade situation where he, uh, <laughs> you know, he ate the gummies and you know they were induced with the marijuana, and he got suspended ten games for conduct detrimental to the team, which means he's about to lose on us some money. And there's a good chance that he's probably going to be traded, or he'll they'll probably they'll probably amnesty him. I don't know if that Chris Bosh counts as an amnesty provision for Miami, so they'll probably they'll try to get rid of him because he lost his spot to a rookie. And the Miami Heat just seemed to flow better without him playing significant minutes. But uh, Miami is a surprise team in the East. I personally didn't have Miami as a as a true contender. And they're proving me wrong. What, what do I know about basketball, right? Um, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is out there balling right now. The man Jimmy Butler is out there balling right now. Kendrick Nunn. Undrafted out of Oakland University. Shout out to the, uh, what is it, the Grizzly Bears? Shout out to the Grizzly Bears. Anything Michigan related, we here. But he's out there balling significant minutes. They they got Goran Dragic coming off the bench, instant offense for them. Justice Winslow is playing, playing well. Bam out of bio is playing well. Miami, they have a team that you look at on paper and you look at names and you will say, oh yeah, this team, this team ain't going nowhere. But they 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 work so well together. 
And uh, the fact that the, the young players are playing so well as the season goes along, this can help them. This can help them either bring in a, a, a big piece or this can help them with the whole teammate chemistry and continuing to, continuing to play well. And I like I like Miami. Believe it or not, I actually like Miami. I like I like them so far. They're they're definitely a, a, one of the, the bigger surprises uh, coming out of the East. My man's Luca, Luca Doncic, man. I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all, Luca Doncic would be an MVP candidate. In three to four years now, maybe be on by a year because he's definitely looking like an MVP candidate right now. The man is almost averaging a triple double. We're talking 27 11 and nine. Luke is out there balling, Dallas is out there looking very, very good. But I think that the surprise for me with the Mavericks is Kristaps Porzingis. Now, personally, this is my personal opinion. I'm not really, a, I'm not really a big fan of Kristaps. Just because I feel you shouldn't be seven foot three and only averaging maybe six, seven rebounds. Like I feel like that shouldn't even be a thing. But his defense is really, really well. He's one of the top leaders in, in shot blocks. Um, his rebounding is actually up. Um, he's averaging about 20 points a game. He looks very, very good um, after recovering from that ACL where he missed all the last year all the last year. So Dallas is looking really, really well. They have two young building blocks, and they're they're gonna be in contention with my Phoenix Suns for a very very long time. So shout out to shout out to Dallas, shout out to Dallas. Golden State, Golden State, man, it, 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 it's it's terrible. But I think I'm the only person that looks at things, puts things in perspective. Yes, the Warriors are trash right now. The Warriors are hot doo-doo right now. Like the Warriors are equivalent to like that big blue dumpster truck that's sitting outside of your apartment complex or whatever. And everybody is just everybody's just piling the trash in. They're, they're trash. They're, they're, they're not they're not that good right now. They're not that good. They're one they're they're one of the worst teams. They're they're probably the worst team in the West. But they're they're bad. But let's look at the light at the end of the tunnel because they have a couple of them. They have a couple guys that are playing that 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 are getting the opportunity that's going to bode well for them when the main people come back. Remember, they're out there. They don't have Draymond. He's hurt. They don't have Clay. He's hurt. Steph is out. So when you look at the whole overall aspect of it yes it looks bad but you gotta remember these guys are gonna come back and the Warriors are only gonna be at a high level when they do come back but let's look at what they do have Eric Pascal is playing well Jordan Poole is getting some significant minutes Kai Bowman is getting some significant minutes D'Angelo Russell is gonna be a trade piece and they're gonna get back some significant pieces for D'Angelo Russell because I don't think they're gonna keep him. I don't think they're gonna keep him. Um I think that trade was just made to to alleviate some of the pressure off of Steph until Clay gets back and then I said in the offseason they'll they'll trade D and get some pieces back home. But I wouldn't be surprised if they unloaded D-Lo when it was time for them to unload D-Lo and get some pieces now. I have been hearing rumors about possibly uh, D-Lo maybe coming to the D for Dre. 
Hey, Andre on the last year of his contract, he's already said that he's going to touch free agency. It's a good chance that uh, the Pistons may lose him. Uh, so we'll see. If you feel like you're not going to be able to get him back, I say get some pieces for him now. Why you can't? But um, <clears throat> you got to look at the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, Golden State is bad right now. If they keep this pace up, they'll get a lottery pick. Or does that pick go to Brooklyn? Because there was a trade and, and, and Golden State had to give up a first round pick. I don't know if it was for this year, but if it was for this year, that's tough. But nonetheless, I think they'll be all right. It, it, it looks bad, but you got to remember, Golden State is what, the third youngest team in the NBA right now. You you got guys like Amari 15 shot Spellman <laughs> out there playing significant minutes. Marquise Chris is playing significant minutes. You know what I'm saying? So, they don't have the firepower. D'Lo's the only one with firepower. He put up 50 plus in the game. He had another 30 point game. Um, he's the only, really the only one right now. So, it's going to look bad because they don't have any guys to compliment D'Lo off of the scoring. And eventually, they're just going to pile up on D'Lo. They're going to make they're gonna make some other players beat him. Now, Pascal. Eric Pascal, he's looking like a guy who's going to be a, a nice little contributor. But other than that, man, Golden State is like, they're, they're terrible to watch. They play tonight, too. And, I, and, and they play Utah. And when you when you combine the, back, the fact that you don't score, and then you got a team that's not going to allow you to score, that's, that's going to be an ugly game. That's going to be an ugly game to watch. <laughs> that's going to be super ugly. And then last but not least, Let's talk about these PED uh, suspensions with these with these young elite talents. I, I touched earlier about DeAndre Ayton being suspended for 25 for uh, taking a diuretic. They found a, a diuretic in his system. Uh, you know, like uh, like DeAndre, man, it's, it's it's so funny because he he had controversy in college with the whole taking money to go to Arizona. Did he? Did he not? And now he got the 25 game suspension where he's you know taking things that he he didn't know that he should take. If, if you don't know, if you don't know, don't do it. We all know that. And then John Collins, John Collins, who was supposed to be a, a, a significant piece in that youth movement in Atlanta. Atlanta is playing really really tough this year. The record may not show it, but they're they're looking really really good. Trey Young out there balling. He was supposed to be in that second piece, but he's out for 25 games, which gives the opportunity to Javari, Jabari Parker, who's been playing well, to uh, showcase his talent. Remember, he was the second overall pick, and people just overlook him as if he's not about anything, which is weird to say. But Javari Parker is, it has the opportunity to prove himself now that John Collins is going to be out for 25 games. Um, look. You, you gotta watch yourself I know we are trying to get to a place Where we where, where we got the LeBron type of body Pause But you gotta watch what you put in your system man. You gotta watch what you put in your system Or you have to be Putting out statements talking about Oh I took something that I know I shouldn't have took And you just look bad And then there's been other stories too Look Carl Anthony Towns Argue me if you want to, but Carl Anthony Towns is the best big man in the NBA. Joel and B felt some type of way, and they had a WWE type of style match. 
And uh, it was bad Probably like the town swinging all crazy And B, I think and B was scared You know how, you know how people When they really don't wanna They really don't wanna fight Or, 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 or they get surprised when somebody try to fight them And they try to do all the extra shit they do all of the extra stuff. <laughs> they do all of the extra stuff to take away from the fact that if it really came down to throwing them hands, that they really didn't want them problems. So he was playing to the crowd. Oh yeah, you know shadow boxing and all that. But I, I, I think that I, I don't think MB really, really wanted that smoke. And maybe he did. Maybe, maybe he really, really did want that smoke. But to me, it just looked like he didn't want that smoke. But um, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is the best big man in the NBA. I said it. Fight me. Andrew Wiggins is actually looking very, very well. He's he looked like he's improving. He looked like he's improving. He cut the hair. He cut the braids off. He got the little, the little flat top kind of thing going on. And this is actually it's actually working for him. So. All, all that talk about him being a bust and all that. I think he's I think he's looking to prove people wrong this year. Um, so that's a good look for Minnesota. They're actually in Detroit tonight to play the Pistons. This should be, this should be a good game. Anthony Thomas against uh, Andre. Um, I'm, I'm worried about Andre, though. I'm worried about Andre mainly because when he plays guys who step out and who can handle the ball a little bit on the perimeter, he seems to struggle a little bit against those type of guys. But I'm pretty sure Drake's gonna get his numbers. But I'm pretty sure Carl Anthony Towns is gonna get his numbers too. Um, what else? Let's talk about Ky- Kyrie. Kyrie out there balling for Brooklyn, man. I mean, it seemed like I don't know. I just it, it just seems like Brooklyn looked it so much better without Kyrie last year. Like they like the 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 offense flowed better. Like. It, it, that's what it looked like to me. Like I watched the game, I watched a couple of Brooklyn's games, and it just seemed like it seemed like Brooklyn don't have that same energy, that same excitement that they had um, when they were, you know, just kind of just going out there with the motions when nobody really had really no real expectations for them. And now that it seems like they got all these big expectations, it just seems like they're not having fun no more. I mean, Kyrie's getting his numbers. Don't get me wrong. Kyrie's still getting his numbers. He's, he's looking good out there, but it just seems—it just seems like he's a—he's a hindrance on on, on on Brooklyn right now. And you gotta wonder when 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 KD come back. When KD come back, I'm pretty sure it's not gonna look. The, it's not gonna look the same. So I mean, you really, you really look at it. They're, they're really playing short him because they don't have one of the best top three players in the game. But it just it just looked like Brooklyn's not really having fun out there right now. And, and, and Kyrie's just kind of taking the initiative to kind of do it all. And maybe that's, like I said, that's just probably my take on it. But there's a lot of good storylines this season, man. A lot of, a lot of good storylines. This is probably one of the best seasons to be a fan and a person in media to to cover basketball because it's like it's just it's so much going on right now that you can that you can pinpoint like the whole Kawhi Leonard um back to backs should he sit out um all that other stuff with low management you know that's a big that's a big topic of discussion um 
it's a lot going on, man. It's a lot going on. But then these are some of the stories that I was very, very intrigued with. Uh, so, like I said, shout out to Phoenix. Shout out to Miami, Golden State. They look bad now, but keep your head up because it's going to get better when you when your main guys come back. And you have allowed your young players to experience big moments, big minutes, and their confidence is going to be at an all-time high. And it's going to help. Luca, continue to do your thing. Continue to prove me right. Kristaps, keep doing your thing. Um, it's it's a good season. It's a good season so far. It's a good season so far. Now, last but not least, I want to touch on the the division that I am paying the most attention to this year, and that is none other than the Atlantic Division. The Atlantic Division consists of the Celtics, the Knicks, the 76ers, the Raptors, and the Nets. And I'm paying attention to this division because this is the division that seems like they're going to have four teams that's going to be in in the playoffs. With Boston, they lost lost Kyrie, of course. They lost um, Al Horford. They lost Aaron Baines. They traded Aaron Baines. And they got Kimball Walker in his cancer. So it, it was going to be an interesting, interesting thing to see how Boston responds this year. Oh, they also they also lost Terry Rozier, so it's going to be interesting to see how Boston um, played this year because they they have they have a lot of turnover in their roster, a lot of young players who's going to be asked to play a lot of minutes, just like Golden State. But their young players also they had young players in the beginning. When you think of Jalen Brown, you think of uh, Jason Tatum. You think of these guys, they already had young players who was already playing significant roles to that Eastern Conference uh, appearance that they had made against the Cavaliers and then when they were in the playoffs and they got beat by the Bucks. So they, they had guys, they have young guys who have experience in terms of playoff experience, which which is which bodes well for them. Brooklyn, of course, we know about the move when they signed uh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Jordan. So they were going to be a team that people was going to look at as a as a true title contender. Maybe not so this year because of the injury to the, to, uh, to Kevin Durant, but they were a team that people looked at and said that they're they're going to be in the mix. Philly, Philly signed Al Horford, and they re-signed Tobias Harris. They lost Jimmy Butler. Um, but they got Josh Richardson back And they were a team that you looked at Defensively and said this is going to be A very very good team Defensively The bench is going to be a question mark But they're, they're starting five with Simmons Richardson Embiid, Harris And uh, Horford They were going to be very very good Defensively So they were, they were going to be they're, they're a team that you were going to watch To see how How the pieces is going to fit how is Al Horford going to fit playing center most of his time in Boston? Now having to be a power forward, which was which is his, kind of his natural position, power forward. Uh, how will Embiid follow the success of the year that he had? Was Ben Simmons going to take that next step and start shooting more jumpers? Um, is Josh Richardson really a, a solid contributing piece to a starting five? Tobias Harris. Spelt he wasn't utilized correctly when he got to Philly. His numbers in the playoffs kind of fell off dramatically. So it was going to be interesting to see 
how Philly was going to use him. Toronto was a team that were the defending champions. They lost Kawhi and Danny Green. Um, it was going to be interesting to see how they were going to move in terms of who was going to be that go-to guy. Was Pascal going to be the guy who was going to step into that Kawhi runner role and be the go-to guy, the primary scorer? You lost Danny Green, so how do you fill that void in your starting lineup? And a lot of people not really paying, not giving them a chance to be a true contender in the Eastern Conference. So it's like they don't have the pressure that all the other champions have had because nobody really expected them to do anything. And for the Knicks, the Knicks are just a dumpster fire. The Knicks are a dumpster fire, and that's just what that is. <laughs> the Knicks are a dumpster fire, and that's just what that is. So, now that we got all of that out of the way, did we get all of that out of the way? Now that we got all of that out of the way, let's talk about what I've seen so far from these teams. Hold on one second. Yeah, let's see what we talked about. It's it's so funny because in my notes, I got rookie of the year, PJ Washington from Charlotte. And Charlotte isn't even in the division of, of the Knicks and all of the other teams. But what I've seen so far is I'm very, very impressed with Toronto. Toronto, um, when I seen that they were going to start Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry, I was a little skeptical of that because you're taking one of your dynamic players off of the bench and putting them in the starting lineup. Uh, but it seems to have boded well. Kyle Lowry's going to miss some time with a thumb injury. And Van Fleet is going to take over the point guard role. And he did absolutely be well against the Lakers. <clears throat> Last night had a double-double. So shout out to uh, Van Fleet. Uh, I used to call him Norm Van Fleet. <laughs> I used to call him Norm Van Fleet or, or each episode. Oh, each episode I used to do and I had to talk about him. I used to call him Norm Van Fleet. My bad, Fred. I know it's Fred Van Fleet. I don't know where I got Norm Van Fleet from. I've been watching too much hockey. <laughs> but shout out to Fred Van Fleet, man. Shout out to Pascal Siakam, man. He's out there proving proving people wrong, man. That's that's saying he can't be that primary option. He's averaging about twenty, about twenty five plus points a game. He had a, I think a 20, what, 24, 22, 24, 11 game against the Lakers last night. So uh, he's looking good. He's looking good. That whole team is looking good. Uh, they they look like no championship hangover right now. They're, they're, they're playing the same way that they played last year. The only difference is they ain't got Kawhi and Danny Green. But they're still playing well. They're still playing with that chip on their shoulder. They're, they're playing to prove that no matter what, they're still going to be a contender to repeat and defend their NBA championship. For the Celtics, Jason Tatum has taken over the Kobe mentality, which could be a good or a bad thing. Yes, he's averaging 20 plus points, but he's also shooting 36% from the floor. Jason Tatum will jack that shot up no matter what. And that's exactly what Kobe used to do. And that's what Tatum is doing. Kimba hasn't found his way yet. He's still trying to find his way in the offense. They were dealt a major blow when Gordon Hayward went down with the injury. That's a big injury. He fractured his hand 
don't know the extent of the timetable, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a significant amount of time. And he was playing well. He was averaging about 20 points. A lot of people saying that he was back. He was looking good, and it just so happened that he hurt his hand, which is a which is a key loss for the Celtics. Jalen Brown is playing well. Maybe not playing up to that extension that he signed, but he's still playing well. Marcus Smart, one of my favorite players in the league, just because he's a he's a defender. You know, I love my love my defense, man. I'm strictly here for the defense. You know what I'm saying? So Boston is Boston is looking good. They got the best record in the in the East right now. They're on a nice little win streak. So shout out to Boston. Philadelphia defensively is still looking good. Um, I worry about that bench. I worry about that bench and them putting too much on their starters. Ben Simmons is missing um, games. Pretty sure MB is gonna miss some time. I worry about that start, that bench being able to give them significant minutes to let their starters rest because if it if it happens to be like that, you gotta worry about fatigue. And these are guys with Simmons and B perfect most part. They they, they you know they have their tendencies of getting injured, so that's gonna be interesting to see how that works. Brooklyn. I talked about Brooklyn earlier. I feel like Kyrie's out there balling, but it do, it don't have that same. Brooklyn don't have that same feel that they had last year. You know that the bench isn't as excited as they once was. It just seems like you know the ball movement isn't there as it once was. It just seems like give the ball to Kyrie, let him do his thing, let him put up the points. It just doesn't seem like they have that same that same swagger. That they had last year with D-Lock. 